When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone is having a great week. Here we are right after Valentine's Day. Hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day. I know I did. And I, you know, I'm going to, for the first time, I was able to remember, not that I don't forget, I was able to remember to get something from my wife really, really nice ahead of time. Not that, that I waited to the last minute. I know a lot of us guys tend to do that. But we hope that all of you had a great Valentine's Day, and we hope everyone is off to a great start this year in terms of 2023. A lot of great things happening. We've talked to many of our guests so far on the show, and we know many people that are are watching the show that call in and let us know that things are moving along. We hope the same for you. Feel free to give us a call at 203-733-8469 or reach out to us at chris at christophersalem.com. We'd be more than happy to see how things are moving. And if there's any insights or or suggestions that we may make to help move you and your organization along, we'd be happy to do so. Again, reach out to us at chris at christophersalem.com. Well, you found us here at the Voice America Influencers Channel. We also encourage you also to follow us on Apple and our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdoms and their insights to help move their personal sex and their business to the next level. Our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. They're a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types and an opportunity to rekindle old relationships and meet new people for the first time. It is a membership program, meaning that it takes all the noise out of social media. That's one of the benefits but the opportunities to tap into a wide array of different opportunities that can help you personally and in your business that would not be available to you otherwise. Feel free to check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about there's a very good reason why you probably suck at selling. Now, don't take that in a negative way. Take it in a positive way because it's a good thing because we got the right gentleman here that's going to share because most people think selling as a series of artful maneuvers that they can carefully play out against their prospects to outwit them and close the deal. Well, you're going to learn some of the, some really insightful ways that you can really elevate your selling process to another level and you're going to have fun doing so. And we're going to be here with coach Dan Gordon. And I know Dan personally, you know, for over two decades, he's been taking bold entrepreneurs on an exciting journey into unlimited success. In workshops, coaching, and large venue speaking, Coach Dan blasts entrepreneurs past their limitations, providing new pathways to success that most never dreamed possible. His fun, interactive style creates powerful transformational experiences that leave clients and audiences always wanting more. His unique ability to provide powerful transformational experience is why many refer to Coach Dan as the coach's coach. So if you're committed to stepping up to the next greatest version of yourself, you'll definitely want to listen to not only today's show, but get to know Dan, which you'll find out more and how you can get in touch with him and what he has to say. And without further ado, we welcome Dan, Coach Dan Gordon to the show. Hey, Dan, how you doing? 
Outstanding, Christopher. Thank you so much for uh, having me on. That was a, just an amazing introduction. It's almost like it's almost like I wrote it myself. It was so good. <laughs> like, thank you, thank you well, for creating. You that and I me. have been like kindred spirits. We 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 <laughs> talked many times, and so we're so in alignment on so many different things. So maybe there's Gotta no be coincidences there, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let's let's really dive into things here. Yeah. You know, and you and, think, and yeah. just actually before we before we dive dive in, I I want to thank you, um, not just for having me here, but for who you are uh, as a coach and a um, and a transformational specialist in the world. Like I've I've dealt with a lot of coaches, and I'm sorry to to say that many of them are con artists and halfwits, <laughs> and many of them uh, don't even know that they're con artists. Um, because they just think that they're doing the right thing, but they're not actually helping people. You go to the edge to help people. And I've seen what you do firsthand in your coaching and how you do it. And the amount of integrity that you have is just unflappable. And so just thank you, thank you, thank you for being in this industry and being one of the good guys, because we need more Christopher's in this business. Well, that's, I take that as a, as a compliment. I can't thank you enough. And yeah. that is uh warms my heart and uh, definitely will continue as I always do to operate from the truth and transparency and integrity as you do. And I'm really looking forward to, as well as the audience here listening live right now, and those that will be listening on demand later, you know, you know, we're going to get to know your style and everything mm. you do to help people. So yeah, we'd love to dive in a little deep, you know, you know, selling is one of those things that, you know, no matter if you are in sales or not, no matter what profession is, you you're using selling in almost it doesn't matter what role you have. You you're <laughs> selling in some way at some point, yeah. you know, in your in your career in your business. And a lot of times people have a negative look at it because if the connotation of you got to approach people, you got to talk to them, you got to feel like mm. you got to convince them and persuade them. Talk about just selling in general, like why some people, you know, like kind of look at it in a, in a not that in a negative way, but in a way that 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 they're kind of they don't embrace it. It's kind of like it, it's yeah. one of those things I got to do it, so to speak. Right. And and, you know, let's be honest, most people do look at it in a negative way. Yeah. And And I want you to think about this, Christopher. If tomorrow the American Medical Association said, hey, we're dissolving, anybody can be a doctor, right? You can wake up tomorrow and say, I'm a heart surgeon and, <laughs> and just start practicing, right? What would we think of doctors? Like in a space, you know, in, in a, like 10 years from, from now, you know, you're at a dinner party and someone says, oh, I'm a doctor. You're like, oh, stay away from me. Like, <laughs> you guys are killers. Right? Because every moron out there would, you know, grab a, a scalpel or a kitchen knife and go, I'm a surgeon. <laughs> and and so because there's such a low barrier to uh, of entry for salespeople, most of them are terrible. And not all salespeople are, um, are, are like con artists. Not all salespeople are bad, just like not all coaches are bad. Yeah. Most of them. Christopher, most of them just don't know what they're doing. And so they end up selling in a way or trying to sell in a way that is manipulative, that uses techniques and tricks and all kinds of things to just to get someone to buy. 
And that is not what selling is at all. And and so I'm I'm gonna ask you and 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 the audience, I want you to think of the last time that you bought something from somebody and you said, wow, that I didn't even get sold at all. This person didn't sell me. I mean, they were just super helpful. They they were relentless in providing me with the information that I need. They never put any pressure on me. I just I love the entire experience. Right. If you can think of that experience, you were dealing with a salesperson. Right? In the same way, you know, if if anybody could be a doctor, you know, and you went to like a legitimate doctor, like wow, they actually helped me. Right? It would be the same thing. And so i i want to um, I want to level the playing field here in our conversation about what sales truly is. Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate that. And like it, what I got from what you said, you know, it, it's about, it's about, in, in essence, you don't have to persuade or convince. It's, it's empowering people with information to get them to see that, hey, I have a problem, maybe a problem, a challenge. Mm-hmm. I, there's a result I'm looking for, but I don't quite know what that is. Right. I just know that I, I'm looking for results to solve this problem. And you've presented me with information and guided me to pretty much answer my, you know, my own question. Yeah. And then they make the decision if they, if they think that, Hey, you have what it takes to help me, whether if it's your product, your service, mm-hmm. or whatever that is, that value and that, and that in providing sharing information is what really is, is guiding people to, to sell themselves in a way. And you know, right. Right. And, and it really is all about, you know, in, in what you're saying, if I'm going to like chunk it down, it's all about authenticity. Yeah. And I have people say to, to me, like, Hey coach, like, why can't I just have an authentic conversation with someone? Like, why do I, why do I, I have to sell them? And I'm, and I'm like, yes, great. I want you to have an authentic conversation. I don't want you to sell in that pejorative way that like you, you know, like being in a mall and you walk into a clothing store, can I help you? And like, they don't want to help me. Right. They just want my, want my money. Here's the thing though. This is the thing that you have to understand about selling. Selling is a conversation. And I want you to think about the different conversations that you have in your life. Conversation with a boss, with a friend, with a spouse, with a first date, with a police officer who pulls you over for speeding. Now, each one of those conversations are very, very different in that there's rules, Right, there are rules of the conversation, but we've had them so often. Uh, fortunately, uh, or hopefully not the police one, but yeah. the others we've had so often that we know what the rules are. We don't even have to think of them. Right? You know that you cannot talk to your wife like you would talk to a client. Right, that would be a disaster. Right, or talk to your wife like you talk to one of your guy friends that you've had like since childhood. Right? Um, and you wouldn't talk to a police officer the way that you that you talk to your wife. Like, imagine you get pulled over for for speeding, and you and you turn to the officer and you say, "What's wrong, honey? You look sad. You look a little angry, babe." You know? Like that would be a disaster. So all of these conversations have their own lanes. Like if you think of like different lanes of a highway, right? You stay in the lane of the different conversation. Each of them has a has, has rules, and you stick to those rules because those rules work. 
in a sales conversation, and selling is just another conversation, a sales conversation has its own rules. But because people very rarely, unless you're a professional salesperson, very rarely have sales conversation, they haven't developed the understanding of what those rules are. So what do they do? They bring in rules of other conversations, right? In the same way, saying to a police officer, what's wrong, honey, instead of uh, what seemed to be the problem officer, you know, that when you don't use the correct rules in the conversation of sales, that's where things go awry. So can I share with you a few of the rules? Yes, please. We'd love to hear the rules. Take them one by one. Okay. So, I mean, you know, it's not like I have these all all written down. I just kind of understand them. So just go off the top of, of my head. The The rule that people get stuck on the most, and so that's the one that I start with, is you don't answer people's questions in a sales conversation. Now that immediately, and I'm sure the people listening are going, what is he talking about? Like how, like somebody says, you know, how much is it, right? You know, you know, you have a doorknob store, you sell doorknobs. Someone comes in and says, I like this one. How much is it? Why would you not answer the question? Well, we're going to take a step back and I'm going to explain what's going on in a sales conversation. A sales conversation is unlike any of the other conversations I mentioned, because in a sales conversation, there is an inherent pressure. And the inherent pressure is, I'm going to spend money, or I have the potential of spending money, right? As the, as the prospect, as the customer, here I am in the doorknob store, and um, I, I, what a terrible uh, uh, analogy of uh, that I'll come up with a different one. No, that's um, fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to spend money, but let, uh, let's say it's a TV, like, like, yeah. you know, it's a $700 television, like, right. You know, who cares for a dollar door number? All right. Find a TV. It's a $700 television. And that, um, that pressure starts to build up inside of you when you go to buy that TV. Cause why? Cause what do you want? You want to get the best TV for the money because that's a lot of money to, to to spend. And if you buy the TV and you get it home and it's crap, what's going to happen is you're going to look in the mirror and say, I got taken advantage of, or I made a stupid choice. I, I really screwed up. And so understand when you're selling somebody something, it's not the money that they're afraid of. It's not that it's not that they're worried that you're a con artist, what they're afraid of is making a bad choice and beating themselves up. Mm. So this is, yeah, it's the number one hurdle that you have to get over when you're in a sales conversation, this fear that the other person has deep inside of them that they don't even know it's a fear but it's deep inside of them and they're afraid I'm going to screw up. I'm going to, I'm going to spend money foolishly and then I'll feel bad about myself. Mm-hmm. And so everything kind of goes from that. And, and the other way that, that you want to look at a sales conversation, it's a lot more like a, what do you call it? When like, you know, you, you have a friend who's an alcoholic and all the friends get together and you talk oh, it's, to uh, um, uh, Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Intervention. Uh, intervention, 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 right? 
<laughs> a sale is something of an intervention. It's more like an intervention than a conversation. Cause like in an intervention, the person is, you know, you talk to them and they are going to be like, yeah, you know what? Maybe going to rehab is a good idea. I'm going to really think about this. Now, if you leave the intervention with them thinking about it, what's actually going to happen? Right. Yeah. They're going to, right. They're, they're just going to start drinking again. Like they're not yes. really going to think about it. Right. They're lying to you. Right. Because there's a deeper draw inside of them that says, I don't want to do this thing. Right. Cause it's scary. Right. And so in the same way, people are scared. And if they say, I'm going to think about it, they're never going to think about it. If someone says, I'm going to think about it. What do you think they're going to do? Like put down the phone and say to, to the wife, honey, boil a pot of coffee. I'm staying up all night thinking about this. <laughs> they're going to do the opposite. Right? They're going to not think about it so they can avoid making a decision that could end up making them feel bad about themselves. Exactly. I love that. And I know, Dan, I, I, you're going to dig in a little bit more into this, which I think this is heading in all in the right direction and really, really quality information you're sharing here. I know we got to go to break here shortly. In in about 30 seconds, can you sum up uh, some of the things that you ch- talked about emphasize some of the key points that you emphasized here in the first segment of the show. Yeah, sure. Look, sales is a conversation. It's a conversation like any other conversation. It has rules. You have to learn the rules of selling in order to be able to sell well. And one of the rules is don't ask questions or I'm sorry, don't answer people's questions, which I'll get to after the break. Wow. Powerful stuff here. And now everybody, I mean, I'm hoping you're taking notes here. I mean, the thing about sustainable success, if you are new to our show, is that we provide really in-depth information. We get to the root cause of things. This is why we bring in subject matter experts like Dan in, because this is not surfaced information. This is stuff that really digs deep because we are about solutions, sustainable solutions. So these are the things that we are pride ourselves with, with people like Dan to come in. So again, we got to go to break, everybody, but we come right back. We got more where we left off in the sales process here, and we will be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. 
Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us, we're here talking with Coach Dan Gordon. We're talking about there's a very good reason why you probably suck at selling. So this is all about selling. And it doesn't mean you have to be a professional salesperson. This could be for business owners, entrepreneurs, any profession where we are using selling on some capacity to really build rapport and generate a relationship with another person or people that will help them to help themselves, whatever that may be. And Dan, when we when you we had left the first segment, you were talking about that a lot of times. You know, when people say they have to think about something, it might it, it, the reality is they're either unsure about making the wrong decision or a bad decision. And and you talked about that it's so important that we're not here to you know answer their questions. We're here to ask the questions. But talk about where you left off and how we 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 can kind of yeah. turn something like that into a positive to get people to feel confident that making a decision is making a decision no matter what, but it, it's going to be, they're going to feel better about it than the other way around. Absolutely. And and that's something that as a professional salesperson, it's important to always keep in mind that you are, are driving someone towards a decision. Like a yes is a, is a decision. A no is a decision. Right. If 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 someone says a qualified no, hey, I've looked over this, I've examined it, I've I've recognized that there just isn't enough value here for me. Like that's great. And I've gotten that. And I'm like, hey, I am so happy that you you came to to this. And I often try to uh, point them in a direction. The the third thing besides yes or no is another decision is um, scheduling the next conversation. So a sale only ends with yes or no or next interaction. But I do want to talk about the you know the rules of sales, um, uh, the rules of a sales conversation, the don't an- answer people's questions. And, and here's what that means. Most people approach a sales conversation, uh, a prospect going in to buy a TV is approaching it adversarially. They believe that this that the salesperson wants to sell them something only to make money, not to serve them. And this is regardless, this is before they even talk to, to the person. So they're going in. So if you're selling something, understand that someone is coming into the conversation with you with a likely an adversarial mindset. I have to protect myself so I'm not taken in by this person. And so when you're in an adversarial situation. You think about defending yourself and you're going to use different things to defend yourself. If someone comes after you, you know, you're going to look around for a stick or a rock to defend your, yourself. In selling, people use questions to defend themselves. Right. So I'm selling you or I'm selling TVs. You come in and you and and, and I say, hey. You know, and we start talking and you tell me what you're looking for. And I say, well, I like this one. You know, I I think this one. And the first thing that you say is, how much is it? Now, I know that you're not asking that question to find out the price. I know that you're looking for a reason not to buy it. 
You're looking for a reason to protect yourself, right? You can always fall back to, well, I can't afford it. Right? I'll talk about me and how my process works. When someone is interested in a sales coaching, right? And we sit down and just start talking. And if if one of the first things that they say is, how much is it? I know what they're doing is they're trying to get out of the conversation. Even though they want the coaching, right? They're, they still just want to be out of the conversation. And why? It's uncomfortable. And what do humans do when they're uncomfortable? They don't move towards the things they're uncomfortable with. They move away from them. Right? So they're just trying to protect themselves. I don't take it personally, but I do understand they're in an adversarial mindset. Yeah. So instead of answering the question, well, how much is it? I say, hey, look, Chris, of course we're going to talk about the money. I mean, this is that's a part of what I do, right? And I, uh, however, before we talk about that, I think it makes sense if I explain what this process is and what I offer and what I do. So when we talk about the money, the money will make sense. Like right now, all we're doing is, is I'm saying I have a car for sale and you're saying how much is the car without even knowing what kind of car it is. So would it be okay if I talked a little bit about what I do and then we talk about the money, which we will, because I think it'll make sense that way. Would, would, would that be okay, Chris? That'll be fine. Right? Okay. So you see what I did there, right? I First of all, I championed your point of view. Like I, I rationalized it. I normalized it. Of course you want to talk about the money. That would be insane not to want. It would be in, like, I would never allow you to sign up with me as a client and say, I don't care what you charge, right? Whatever it is, it'll be fine, right? Like, no way. Uh, right? Because now there's no balance, right? There's no you know, measure for success. So I normalize the feelings that you're, that you're having. And then I get on your side. And that's another thing I want to talk about, which is people always talk about overcoming objections. How do I overcome my prospect's objections? They say they don't have the time. They say they don't have the money. They, you know, whatever it is, when you overcome someone's objections, even if you listen to the language in that, I'm going to overcome your objections. Like, um you you um you have a piece of chocolate cake and you don't want to give it to me. I'm going to overcome your objections and get that piece of chocolate cake from you. Does that sound like we're friends? Right? Does that sound like we're building rapport that that we have a trusting relationship? No, it sounds like we're adversaries. Yeah. Right? So you never want to overcome someone's objections because then you're on the opposite sides of the table. What you want to do is you want to imagine moving to to their side of the table, sort of euphemistically putting your arm around them and saying, you know, when you talk about the the money and they say, whoa, that's way too expensive. Instead of saying, well, how much do you think it should be? Or no, it's not. Or, well, if you want something that's valuable, you got to pay the price, right? That's adversarial. But if they say, whoa, that's really expensive. And I go, hey, I get it. And I've been I've been in your shoes exactly. There are there have been many times in my life where I want something, and I think I can't afford it. And I'll tell you something, Chris. I get really stuck there. I get really stuck, and I can't afford it. And I get so stuck that my brain shuts down, 
and I stop thinking of creative ways of creating the income. And so would it be okay if we talked a little bit about how you might be able to make this work? Would that be okay? Right? Yes. Right? So I think you see what I'm doing. I am, and this isn't a trick. Like, I mean it. I've been in a situation. You've been in a situation where you can't, where you feel like yeah, it's the relatability. You were you related and under you you listened to relate and understand before you responded to over overcome my objection. Right, and and I'm being with you with your objection. I'm normalizing it. I'm saying I've been in the same place, and you should. You should be concerned about the price. You'd be insane not to be concerned about the price. And and all these things are 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 true. But but what I'm going to do, or what I'm doing, is I'm easing back your fears and concerns. Because if you think of the brain like a creative pipeline, that pipeline is way open. But when you have concerns, the pipeline shuts down. It's like cholesterol in an artery. And we want to open that pipeline back up. So we normalize your feelings. We, uh, I share your fears. Uh, we're, we're in rapport. And then that pipeline opens back up, and then we can have a conversation about where the money could possibly come from. And, and I can tell you, this isn't the, uh, theoretical. Right before I got on your show, I was talking with a, now a client, um, somebody I talked to a couple of weeks ago. And at the end of that com- uh, conversation, they said, I absolutely positively cannot afford this. I want it, but I cannot afford it. And I said, I, I get it. I understand. I tell you what, let's have a call next week and just talk about this a little more. And at the end of this conversation, they said, okay, okay, I'm going to make this happen. Yeah. Because because I I didn't sell ice to Eskimos. And by the way, good salespeople don't sell ice to Eskimos because Eskimos don't need ice. Yes. They need gloves and snowmobiles, right? So I didn't do that. What I did is I championed her. I, I championed this person. I I recognized what they wanted, and I made commitments to give them that from their space, not mine. And when you genuinely care about other people, and I mean genuine, you stop thinking about whether or not they're going to buy that's when they start trusting you. And people only buy from the people they know, like, and trust. Yeah, that's true. And like you said, when you establish that rapport, that rapport of trust, like you talked about, Dan, and and you service that person, they're more likely going to do what they have to do to, to fulfill, the, you know, they're going to do mm-hmm. their part. They're going to be more open to say, oh, Okay, I got to do this, this, and this because because you said you're going to do this, this, and this. And if they have a better experience, then obviously they're going to feel comfortable referring you to somebody yes. else. Right, and you know, in, in the same way, a lot of salespeople will give up and say, "Oh, well, that person wasn't ready," and that's just not true. If somebody is talking to you about your product or service, they're ready. It's not that they're. If the conversation ends without a yes, no, or, or or next interaction, then it's not that they weren't ready. It's that you chickened out, mm-hmm. that you were in that intervention. And rather than saying to your friend, hey, look, you're going to rehab. I mean, that's just, that's it. You're going to, to rehab. You're not getting out of this conversation without think about it. 
And obviously, a sale usually isn't that dire. There's not somebody's life on the line. No, but, exactly. Yeah. Right? But, but I think that the analogy does hold up. No, it absolutely be- does. It illustrates the point very, very well. Because again, you know, most people, like you said, they give up too soon. I mean, just the salesperson mm-hmm. has their own fear and own apprehension, just like the person that's looking for something to improve in their life or their business. And they're looking for a way to talk them talk themselves out of it because they don't want to make the wrong decision. So it it's on both sides, like you said. Yes. It's like, it's like yeah. a dance. Yeah. Yeah. And and so I'd I'd like to give uh your audience some real world things that they can do. Would that be okay? Please do. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, up until now, it's been very theoretical. It's been very high level. I want to give you some some things that you can do. And uh, you can write these down or not, because in just a minute, I'm going to give you uh, a way to download these things for free. You don't have to put in your email address or anything. Just I just want to give this to you, right? So here's some things that you can say in a sales conversation that really help, right? And first, there's something I call the yes toolbox. And, I, and this is going to be a giveaway too. And the yes toolbox is simply that you want to get people to say yes at least 25 times in a sales conversation for two reasons. First of all, if you're new to sales or even if you're not, most salespeople talk way too much, way too much. They do so much talking, not nearly enough listening. And I can tell you for sure, sales are made with your ears, not with your mouth. So the reason that I like the yes toolbox and the reason that I want you to ask at least 25 questions during any sales conversation is that it makes you shut the hell up. It makes you shut up and ask a question and listen to their response. It also keeps the other person engaged. And when somebody is saying yes a lot, when it comes time to make a decision about whether or not to buy your product or service, if they've been saying yes, they're more likely to say yes again. So in my yes toolbox, I have over 75 different yes questions that you can ask during a sales conversation. Things like, are you getting this? Are you with me? Do you like this so far? Um, Can I tell you what I'm thinking? Can I give you a piece of advice? Does this make sense? What's your favorite, you know, like, do you have a favorite song? Do you have a favorite movie? Do you understand? Do you get my point? All all these things that you can bring in just to pause the conversation and to get a yes out of them, right? Critical. Now, I have what I call the 25 responses, and I'll offer these two. And so let me give you some of these suggestions, right? One of those responses that you want to say is before you make up your mind, right? So before you make up your mind is a way to sort of head them off at the pass, right? If you see that they're going into the space of saying no, which means that they're shaking their head no, or they're looking away or they're sighing, you want to stop them, stop their mind from moving to a no and and get them to an I don't know. It's a lot easier to move someone from an I don't know to to a yes, from a no to a yes. So if you see your sale going off the rails, you can say something like, look, before you make up your mind, I want to make sure we've covered all, all the facts. 
Or before you make up your, your mind, wouldn't it make sense to talk to your, to your spouse about how this could help your, your family? Before you make up your mind. Right? Now, you don't want to say something like, before you make up your, your mind, I think you need to, to see that you're being really short-sighted yeah. or a coward, right? Like that, that's not the idea. And there's something that I say a lot that I, uh, that I mention: the term, hey, I get it. Right? Just saying, hey, I get it, is part of normalizing their concerns. Yeah. Like I said earlier, I don't know, Dan, this is really expensive. Hey, I get it. I, I'm, I've been in the same space. I know what it's like to, to feel. Yeah. Right. That you got to make a big investment. What are you going to do? Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, I know you, I want to continue where we left off, but we got to go to break. But when we come ah. right back, Dan, I want you to finish up on that key point here. We got to go to break, everybody. We come right back. We're going to be uh, talking again about, you know, how you could change this particular process to your advantage. Again, we're talking about there's a very good reason why you probably suck at selling. But when you leave here after listening to the show, it's going to be the direct opposite. So we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us, we are here with Coach Dan Gordon. We're talking about there's a very good reason why you probably suck at selling. But here's the thing again. When you leave here, you're not going to be sucking at selling. You're going to be the direct opposite. Our, today, our, our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct, a new, new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types and a way to meet new people for the first time. Again, check this place out. It's a membership program, well worth it, and all the services that they provide. That's alumnidirect.com, alumnidirect.com again. So Dan, you had talked about some of the things that we can kind of change how we you know, agree and relate and understand. Mm. And certain 
types of statements that can that can help really feel make people feel at ease where they feel related to they feel like you're compelling to them and so on and we we ended the sh- we ended the second segment that way i'd like you to kind of share a little bit where you left off and how this can come full circle where people can then begin to see that you are a trusted advisor so to speak someone that they feel like hey i can make this decision whether if i'm not confident yet or not i know i i know i'm confident that somebody like Dan, who I'm talking to, is going to have my back. Mm, yeah. And, and that's exactly it, right? It is that rapport building. It's that, okay, well, I, I really trust this this person because they're they're being honest with me. Right? And, and more than anything, you want your prospect to feel like they get you. Uh, or uh, I'm sorry, that you get them. So another statement that I use is, I get that question all the time. So somebody asks you a question and you respond with, oh, yeah, of course, I get that question all the time. Again, this is a normalizing statement because oftentimes people in a sales situation, your your, your prospect is a little nervous about asking a question. And why? Because they don't want to sound stupid. People are really concerned about about sounding stupid, about asking a question that you're like, oh, come on, that's easy, and so, for instance, if, um, if, if you're selling a product that has an online element to it and someone says, oh, I'm not quite sure I, I get this, you don't want to say, oh, come on, it's easy. Look, you just do this, this, this. What you want to say is, oh, yeah, don't look, I get that question all the, all the time. And you're right. It's a little complicated at first, but you're going to find after just a at half hour of work on this, it's going to be so easy. Let me show you how it works. And again, normalizing it and bringing it back around. Hmm. The other thing that, and I'll, I'll let this be the last thing, then we'll we'll get into a bit of a conversation, is that you want to have an opinion about your own product. So, for instance, uh, my fiance and I, uh, my fiance and I were were looking at uh, houses, and the realtor was just doing what I call polishing the turd, right? We were pointing out some things that we weren't so crazy about with the houses. Well, it's not that bad, or it's not going to, you know, it was next door to an apartment complex. We don't want to live next door to an apartment complex. Yeah. It's loud. And, and and like, this apartment complex is very quiet, very quiet. The people live there, right? I mean, what, a, you know, it's a lie. Yes. Right. Now, if the realtor if we walked in and the realtor said, hey, I, I want to show you something that I love about this house. And I also want to show you something that you you really need to pay attention to. Because if, if, if that's a problem, this is not the house for you. All right. And you know, maybe she starts with that. Like, first, I just got to tell you, we live next door. The house is next door to um, a, uh, 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 an apartment complex, you know. And I, you know, from what I've seen, it's not a loud complex, but you never know. But I can tell you this: the house is priced because it's next to that complex. So it's a great house, but if you don't want to be, but if you don't want a house at this price, then you're probably going to have to go somewhere else. But let me show you something that I love about this place. Right now, I would have loved that because what that says is, oh, this person gets me. 
And they're not afraid to show me the parts of the house that aren't, you know, that I might not like. They're not just going to try to to gloss it over, right? That would build trust. And very few people do that because most um, most salespeople are so nervous and concerned about making the sale that they just try to smooth it over. And it just feels like a lie because that's what it is. And it destroys their trust. This realtor would have been much better off if she said, oh yeah, this might not be the house for for you. Now, you're not going to find another house in this neighborhood at this price because it's next door. So if price is important, you're going to have to make a choice about that. But I would have appreciated that. And as a salesperson, you want to have an opinion about your product, what they might not like about it, why they might want to go somewhere else. But- the advantages of your product far outweigh the disadvantages. And this is why they, it would be smart for them to work with you. Yeah, that, that is, that is powerful. Cause right there, what I got from it was, you know, the transparency is key, you know, and, mm-hmm. and again, you know, it's almost like, well, wait a minute, this house may not be for you. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. I, I, I was, I thought you were going to tell me why I got to be in this house. Yeah. What do you mean it's not for me? You know, well, maybe so it won't be so bad in an apartment <laughs> complex. Right. Let, Don't let, try let, to talk me out of this house. About it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You know, there, there's um, one of my favorite movies is uh, Groundhog's Day, right? And there's a scene towards the end of the movie. And, you know, most people know the story. I won't go, I won't go, go into it. But at the end of the, at the end, towards the end of the movie, when uh, like the next day has happened and Bill, Bill Murray says, something's different. And Annie McDowell says, different bad or different good? And he says, anything different is good. And that's very true in sales. You want to be different. You want to blow people's expectation out of the water. You want to be that realtor who says, let me me show you something I don't like about this house. And because it's surprising and it makes you pay attention. And when people pay attention, they're more likely to buy. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Because like you said, they're already coming in this, with this defense adversarial mm-hmm. mindset to like, again, it's the survival mindset. They're looking to protect themselves. Yeah. And in this case, now it's like, whoa, I feel a little more comfortable. The son, mm-hmm. This is somebody that, that actually, they're not talking me out of not buying this place, but they're but they're, they're, they're pointing out that maybe perhaps this may not be the house for me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? <laughs> it's right cuz that's what a friend would do. Yeah. That's what somebody that you trust would do. Exactly. So be be friendly. Yeah. No, that's some key points. So Dan, what would you recommend you know, somebody if you're a realtor, if you are selling TVs, it doesn't matter what what it is, <laughs> whatever product yeah. service, what would you recommend that the way people been conditioned to go about doing what they been doing and still getting the same results or lack of results, what would be that first step that you would recommend people take to start making that shift? Start with rapport. Start with just being friendly. Put all of your focus on the other person. Get to know them. Right? Let them lead the part of the sales conversation where, where they start talking about your product or service, not you. Like somebody comes in and says, Hey, that's a really interesting necklace. I, I bet I bet there's a story behind that. And even if they say, "No, nah, I just got it at the dime store or you know at Target." Like, "Wow, you are a great shopper because 
that looks like like a world class necklace that you would have gotten like on a trip or or something. Right? It, you just you start with something that's about them, and and not something and and work the conversation so it gets personal quickly. Not like how's the weather today or gee it sure is hot or you know but but something more personal. Like if I am a realtor, like hey, just got a curiosity. Why why this neighborhood? Like oh well you know we want to start a family. Wow, that's really beautiful. Like I bet you have some concerns about that, huh? Like oh yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid of asking personal questions. People like being personal. People like sharing their their truth. And and when you know someone more personally, you can help move them through the sales process much easier. Now it's so true. So that's some good advice to share. And in terms of like you know building the rapport, you know building that that trust, you know that trust factor that you know I like to call a trusted advisor and a relatability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would be what would be some other suggestions that you can give that people? Because again. You know, I'm sure that a lot of these people have gone through the typical, you know, the sales training that they've done. There's so many of these different, yeah. programs, the Sandlers and yeah. the world, <laughs> but but they don't sometimes teach this what what you're talking about here, like in authenticity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, and 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 I think that is the most important. So, is there anything that people can begin to to be learn how to be more authentic with themselves and then with other mm. people? I really like what you said, being authentic with yourself. Uh, look, people have said to me, wow, Dan, you're so lucky. You're a, you're a natural born salesperson. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I used to, in the early part of my career, I would hyperventilate before a sales conversation and just get flop sweat afterward and beat myself up for how poorly I did. This, is, this does not come naturally to me. It, it took a lot of practice. The practice was getting authentic. And the first time that I recognized like, oh, this is the way to, to do it. I was a, I, I used to teach a personal development course and I, and as part of my training, I had to sell the course. And I was talking to this person about the course and they were very resistant. And I, I just blurted out, I said, you know what? I hate doing this. I don't want to sell. I got, I'm not a salesperson. I don't like having to sell. This is part of the training, the, the whole sales thing. I think it's a bunch of crap. I love this course. It changed my life, but I hate doing this. And the person said, okay, tell me more about this. And I was like, wait, what? And I ended up closing them on it. And, and it, it became something of a, of a pattern where I would say to people, look, I want to be honest. I don't like doing this. I'm not a salesperson. I don't, you know, I'm just like, and that honesty created so much of a deeper connection. So if you're new to sales, or you're struggling with sales. I want you to understand it's a good idea to lose a bunch of sales. It really is. It's a good idea to practice different things, to try things and see how they work, to get your mind out of whether or not you close the deal and just be honest. Like, hey, look, this 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 conversation is not going the way that I thought it would. You know, I can tell right now you're further away from buying this than you were when when we started this conversation. I'm not doing a very good good job here. And so I just want you to know it's okay. It's okay if you don't buy. Um, I don't expect you to, but I just, I want to tell you, I, I think, I think this is a great product and I'd be interested 
to know like kind of where I lost you. Like, those are the kind of conversations that you want to have. You want to take away this idea that you have to do or say something to get someone to buy in the same way. You can't do or say something to get someone to fall in love with you. People fall in love and marry you because they see you. They see that you've gotten past all of the, your childish game playing and they see your heart and they say, this is someone that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And just like in sales, they say, this is someone that I want to spend $10,000 on or $50,000, you know, whatever it is, or $5. Yeah. But they see your heart. And that's, that's the, that's the level of authenticity that it takes. And, you know, these things that I've been sharing, I'd, I'd like to give them to your audience for free. Yeah, right? please. I would love to give okay. this time that you can share this with the audience, what you'd like to give them and let people yeah. know how they can get to know you and reach out and connect with you. The first thing I, I want to do is I want to give away a book that I wrote called Selling is BS. I don't know if I can say the actual, you know, but okay. Selling is bullshit. Uh, That's the name of the book. And I wrote that book because so many people said that about selling, that it's complete BS. So I wrote a book called Selling is Bullshit. And you can download it for free. You can buy it on Amazon if you want, but you can download it for free. So all you have to do is text BS, the letters BS to this phone number, 213-409-8366. Text BS to 213-409-8366. One one last time, 213-409-8366 and text the letters BS. And text them in, you'll get an autoresponder to download this, this book. This book will walk you through everything that I've been sharing with you. The other thing I want to share with you are these responses that I was uh, that I was uh, sharing. The like, hey, I get that. I get that question all the time. So just text the word response, R-E-S-P-O-N-S-E, to that same phone number, 213-409-8366. Text response, R-E-S-P-O-N-S-E, to that same number. And finally, the yes toolbox, the 75 yes questions you can ask during a sale. Uh, well, only ask 25 of them. To keep the conversation rolling to keep the uh your prospect engaged and to keep you from talking too much just text the word toolbox t o o l b o x one word toolbox to that same number 213-409-8366 that's the letters b s the word response the word toolbox to 213-409-8366 Well, Dan, thank you so much. We'll make sure that we have that in the show notes uh, for everybody to contact Dan. We highly encourage you to reach out to him. If you, any reason, reach out to us. We'll make sure to also connect you with Dan as well. Dan. Yeah, there's, there, there, there's ways of getting in touch with me in all of these materials. So it's perfect. I, I, I make it super easy. No worries. Well, Dan, thank you so much for being here with us out of your busy schedule for, and sharing your info with us today. Oh, thank you. And, and and again, thank you for all that you do, Christopher, because you are literally making the world uh, such a better place in your work. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success. We are committed to bringing subject matter experts 
like Dan in each and every week to sharing their words of wisdom and insights to take your business and your personal success to the next level. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.